The other thing that I'm reminded of is that the way when he describes how let's see if I can find that um, where there's almost like a there's this kind of uh, the way that texts um, are placed in guilt and innocence is really specific and somehow that is speaks to the length of the the book here the uh you know what i'm talking about yeah well i was, I was thinking about the number two like there's 12 and that always that's the number of uh all the time in the the epics i think with uh homer and then virgil it's it's all divided into 12s you know um one of the other really I'm reminded of one of the other really interesting metaphors um, so the ants boxes in the end oh yeah they look like there there should be something magic inside and it's just emptiness except it's just it's just boxes boxes, boxes. within boxes within boxes yeah and there's something about these nesting boxes that speaks to the whole book itself where like it is a tunnel there's nothing well no I mean there <laughs> for him as a kid he, he wanted to believe in the magic of there being something in these boxes and it was it was just emptiness mm, yeah yeah I think that is why he got away from poetry right like he's he turns to history to try to find something and then finally he realizes there's nothing in history either you know and then uh and then and then at that point he realizes wait that is the subject of poetry <laughs> you know he's, i should have stuck to poetry all along <laughs> oh. every page of the text we read has to be understood as being between two pages of g and i both hiding shadowing commenting on and com- compromising it we see only two paragraphs from this work which he inscribes at the rest we can only guess so there i mean he it was i think it toward the end where he was talking about the actual manuscript itself and how there's like a it's almost like a gendered a page on this side a page on that side of course it's gendered because then he makes a sex joke about the pages Mm, uh, and then and then uh earlier he 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 talks about how uh when he was a when he was a kid he used literature basically as escapism but it was it was like this completely sexual thing for him it was like uh he he masturbated to poetry (laughs) you know (laughs) and so that i i am sure that that comes in also all the way but here, I, I, f- I found that part about the abyss, which is, a, I think this is a huge part about it. Um, I'll just read this. Like, the abyss is not geographical like the Grand Canyon, which isn't an abyss any more than the cleft between my breasts is. Nor do you go over the abyss, for, ex- for instance, in a barrel as you might Niagara Falls. The abyss doesn't gape. It doesn't yawn. It has better manners. It's always awake open like a lively eye, nor is the abyss funnel-shaped or a bag without a bottom. The abyss goes nowhere, 
The abyss is the obliteration of the sign. It is reality without disguise, without appearance, without remainder. The abyss is not merely where the soul goes when it's gone. It's where the self is exposed like sensitive paper till exhausted it draws a blank. That is the abyss. Oh, Lou, and you, I was at the legendary edge of the abyss. The abyss is honest absence. It's not just the word wool gathering. It's true not being there. It's nine das same kulp yodels. And then he gets on... Uh, um, it is the utter absence of significance. It is the world as unread and unreadable. Uh, I will not strike the abyss in my basement like a passing pipe, however deep I dig or cleverly turn my tunnel. The abyss is not a vein of gold, a glut of oil, but I may do better than strike it rich. I may become the abyss myself. Um, and then he gets on about doom. Uh... I prefer the word doom to others because of its skull-like eye holes, sockets in which darkness can be screwed like a dead bulb. Adolf Hitler could go to his doom because he had one. Only those who have made a pact with the devil have a doom. Hitler, Faust, Don Juan. Um, it goes on. Only the truly doomed matter, a damn to it. About Talking about history. Uh... He says, history is the abyss of the doomed. How does that hit you, Henry? Um, yeah, I think uh, for me, this is the biggest part of the book, especially that part. Um, why is he digging the tunnel? He's, in a sense, he's creating the abyss, but he doesn't hope to find the abyss in the tunnel. He's hoping that he will become the abyss. Which is <laughs> only those who have made a pact with the devil have a doom. Oh, but, yeah, upon the tens of tons of anonymous millions, no judgment is pronounced. From for them, there is death, of course, but no doom. The trouble with history is that it, it is incorrigible and horrifying honesty. Only the truly doomed matter damned to it. So yeah, history is the story of the of the doomed, and it in itself is just the utter absence of significance and meaning and meaning, true not being there. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> it's just it's insane. Like that that uh, for me ties it into a House of Leaves. Like what what is it actually that it um. Is is the house is what is the house and it's it's the abyss you know it's, it's non-being. Um, so this is the thing, right? Like, okay, so so we've uh, we talked about how the bigots join the bigots and the disappointed people all join the PDP, right? They all get attracted to it because they're missing something in their own lives, and they and they all these negative emotions come up for them which leads them to bigotry and malice and all these things, right? Um, and Kohler's feeling that also, like he has the same emotions, but he's conscious of it. He's conscious of the whole process. So 
what is he trying to do? Like, he's the one who's trying to start the party and cause this to happen. But it's not as if he's trying to gain political power or change the world in any real way, you know? It's like, uh, like in a way, he's, you could call him a fascist, but he's a, he's a true nihilist, you know? Like, he just wants to, he wants everything to, to be burnt down completely. You know, like he wants everything to be a part of the abyss. That's why he's so terrifying to like his wife and then Lou afterwards and and everybody else he meets. So, yeah. Well. It was a, it was a good one. I was glad we did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. I know it's uh, same thing that you said. I don't know if I want to read it again. I'd like to listen. Well, to now it. I do. Well, I mean, I, I of course, like I'm my own my own reading list is like I'm being pulled in different directions right now. But it's weird because so like at times I, I don't I'm not wanting to listen to anything else. And so it's like I, I need something to listen to. I could just, you know, dive back in. But I'll, I'll, I'll have to see. So like with in the past, after we've done the, the books, then I, I end up either going all the way back through it or starting and getting a portion of the way through. Yeah, this one was hard. Like, like I'd have, like, I remember at the end, I was like, oh, I've, I've only got 10 pages. But 10 pages for me in this book just seemed like an eternity, you know? It's, like, so hard to get, you know? Like, it, uh, I don't know why it went so slow with this one, you know? It just, it was, it was like, it was like digging the tunnel myself. Hmm. We didn't even talk about like his one really heinous act was killing the cat in the tunnel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and then the ending. Oh my gosh! Like, uh, uh, yeah. What's your what's your what's your thinking about that? What happens, or what's what's going to happen? Like, what's he going to do? Or shall I, like the rivers rise, uh, well, is rising wise, revolver like the Fuhrer, near an ear, or lay yeah. my mind down by sorrow's side? Like there's almost, yeah, there's almost a sense that he's going to kill himself at the end. He's just going to, yeah. like, like the, that's one of the big things is, was the tunnel his tomb, you know, was he digging his own grave? Um and then earlier on, he talks about um, in one of those poems, it's like, uh, I will be mad in a month. I'll go insane in a month. Like, obviously, digging a tunnel in your basement and then and then using all, bringing up all that dirt up to the top floor of his house and, and putting it in his wife's <laughs> antique furniture. You know, it's, it's, in, it's totally insane. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, the guy's a madman. Like it, but he gets away with it because he's so he sounds so reasonable in his prose. Um, 
but that's the action of a the complete lunatic. <laughs> like killing killing his wife, strangling his wife's cat in a tunnel and then burying it in one of the <laughs> When when she catches him, he's like, Well, I, I don't think she's gonna find the cat because it's in there pretty deep, right? <laughs> and it's not gonna smell, and even if it smells, she won't know what it is. And <laughs> But then when she actually finds him, she, like, thinks it's all about her. Like, she thinks it's all about he hated her. Uh, like, that's the reason why he was digging the hole, so he could get the dirt to fill up her uh, cabinets. Like, she, she doesn't go deeper with it, or, or she blocks that out of her mind or something, you know? Um, well, so she dumps one of the drawers on his desk. All but... of his manuscript, yeah. But doesn't he go back and forth wondering, like, that she never did read the manuscript. She just discovered that he filled her drawers with dirt. Yeah, he says at one point that it's unlikely that she read his manuscript because she's her ass is so fat that it would have made a trail of of, of books falling down and stuff like that. He would have known it. (laughs) And that's what happened when she finally did go through his room. She'd knocked down all this stuff, you know. Um, he just describes this completely cluttered office uh, room that he has. She just knocks down everything. But but in that case, she's probably not so cautious about trying to keep things upright. You know, like maybe she did sneak through at some point. Like she finds him at one point digging. Like she goes to the top of the stairs and yells down at him. Like you get the sense that she's got to have known, right? <laughs> like, what, what's he doing down there <laughs> what's he building down there oh and there was a cave in too yeah he almost died <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of book in this book so yeah so what do you think is he gonna kill himself or is he gonna just go on with his life or like I don't know how he can go on. Yeah. I well, think she, she's leaving an out for him though. She's like if you clean all that stuff up, I'm going to bring I'm going to I'm going to bring it all to my shop and then I want all this stuff done and she's not she's not really saying like I'm leaving you or anything else or Well, so that's that's the interesting thing. Like, there was one point where I thought the kids were in college because mm-hmm. it, towards the beginning it was flashing back and forth in time and stuff. But, like, he's he's in middle age, right? No, he's so... All right, let's think about this. So he's he's in Germany probably in his 20s, and it's the 30s, and, and then the book is happening, like, in the 60s, and so he's probably in his 50s. Yeah, see, that doesn't make sense. Like, I think he's he's kind of a prodigy. So I think he ends up getting on to... Like, he goes to college in Germany at a young age. Like, I think he's only, like, a, like 17 or something like that, right? Oh, but then there was that point where he he was writing that... was It, it was either a poem or a paper or an essay or something, and, and he got a che- accused of cheating. Do you remember that? No, I don't think. And it's like, no, he didn't cheat. And then it's like, no, it kind of sounds like he did cheat. 
maybe that was that in this book? Uh, yeah, I can't remember, but it might have been. That's when he was younger. You, you yeah. Younger. Um. Well, because I don't know if he was a great student. Is the other thing. Yeah, yeah, like, you get the sense. But but he, that, somehow he um, uh, somehow he ends up. I thought getting over to Germany on a scholarship. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but the timeline doesn't make sense. Like so, so Kristallnacht happens, nineteen thirty-eight. Yeah. Okay. So he's say he's say he's seventeen then. You know. Okay. So he'd be. Uh, so. Well, I guess it might work out. So so so. Uh, Twenty years after fifty-seven, he'd be thirty-seven. Uh, no, in fifty-eight, he'd be uh, thirty-seven, and then uh, okay, sixty-eight, he'd be uh, like what uh, forty-seven or something like it. At some point in the, in the beginning of the book, he says it's sixty-seven. Like he said, it's the sixty-seventh year of this century. Um. So I guess it does work out, you know. If he's... Yeah, but his kids are definitely they're they're uh, like nine and ten or seven and eight or something like that. Yeah. 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 Hard to, hard to say. Like he he's 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 inconsistent. Like he says he he stops. Um, he hates dates like he says yeah I'm a historian who hates dates and so he doesn't even and he hates his own birthday like there's that whole crazy scene about his birthday and so he hates birthdays he hates Christmas he hates holidays so he doesn't and he hates um, history being just a matter of dates and comparing dates so he doesn't even keep track of how old he is Um, he always has to calculate when when he goes to sign something how old he is so he's inconsistent about that. Like at some point he says he's almost fifty, and then and then other points he's saying he's in his fifties. Um, so it's like yeah, you don't you don't totally know. Well, that's interesting. If if he's forty-seven, which is I think the same, or maybe it's yeah, I think it's forty-seven when all those guys go into the House of Leaves. Uh, forty-eight. Yeah, forty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's why you and I are the only ones who keep going into these. <laughs> We're the old guys. <laughs> They're not old enough to story study the Torah yet. <laughs> no, well, I think Dennis must be at least. <laughs> no. Oh. He's a young, good-looking guy. <laughs> yeah, well, right. yeah. That's definitely, yeah. This, this, uh, I can, I can sympathize. Like uh, going into middle age and having all these weird anxieties and desires and. Okay. <laughs> Dogs all right. I think you. I, I, I got a. Oliver, get your cat off that table. It's eating fish. Oliver. You know what you know what he's gonna do with that cat. (laughs) (laughs) 
going to find it in his tunnel later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's 1130 and I've got to get up early and go to work tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, so, uh, I will. I, who knows what's happening with this book club, but, um, if, if journey to the, you say journey to the center of the night. One, why did I write journey to the end of the night? Journey to the oh, end. Oh, of the you. No, no, you might be right. Yeah, you might be right. I was just thinking a center with this book. I think it's journey to the end of the night. Let's see. Have you ever read the Magic Mountain? That one yeah. keeps popping up. I've yeah, never yeah, done I, that one. I read that. That's a good one too. And that's a. Yeah, you're right. It's journey to the end of the night. Um. That's an influence on this one, too, I think. And then um, I don't know if one that I read in, or started in my 20s, I don't know if I finished it, but have you ever read The Glass Bead Game? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that was a huge one for me, too. Um, okay, here's one that, that I don't know if I want to do it. I don't even know if we can find it. Um, is is a massive influence for him, too. Uh, the Making of Americans by Gertrude Stein. Have you seen uh, that one? That's a yeah. massive, massive book. I don't even know if it's... Um, but that's a major influence of this. And it's just... I don't know how readable it is. It's just one of those insane, huge books that are... It's just... It's in Gertrude Stein kind of prose. It's just repetitive. It's like that section, The Fugue, in this book. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I think that's one. That one's even hard to track down. I always look first to see if it's in audio format. <laughs> oh, they, uh, Dulkey, same press, published it again with a forward from by William Gass. <laughs> there you go. What did you say it's called? The Making? Making of Americans. Oh, yeah, here it is right here. Yeah, right on the cover. Forward by William Gass. But that's another monster. It's, a, it's as big as recognitions, I think. Well, so that's it's interesting because, uh, like, the length doesn't necessarily frighten me. Because, mm. like, I was telling you, I got really, like, halfway through this, I, I, I got sidetracked and read this 1,300-page book by William Volman. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> a funny sidetrack. <laughs> <laughs> But it was just so compelling that I couldn't help. I couldn't. I just rushed through it. But it was all. I don't know. It was like thirty-five hours or something like that. Maybe it was more hours than that. I don't remember. But it was more like a meditative state that I just got into. So yeah, that's an author you told me to check out. Yeah. He. Is so uh, prolific. 
Like I don't know how how he's able to publish as much and as frequently as his de- as he does, and it to be so uh, competent. Mm. Yeah, so you might be down the list too, some at some point. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the, his big one, the, his most famous one is um, something about Europe. Uh, let's see what it's called. But I don't know that I'm. I, I was really interested in the one that I was reading about the Nez Perce War. Um, Europe Central, that's what it's called. It came out in 2005, but I think is his most renowned ones. Yeah, well, hopefully after the election and and the civil war is finished uh, the revolution and the pandemic and everything else then then we can get well, the book club going again yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah we need to have a okay so this was supposed to be the summer the... Oh, it's sum- summary enough <laughs> the fall the fall will get us through, yeah, through the election. Uh, we may not know who won until <laughs> until January, right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess, or maybe that's when the war starts. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I I really wanted to talk to those guys, SG and Alex and Dennis and Lacey, everybody else. Oh just to get the other perspectives on this whole thing I don't know I think it's yeah like I said it's hard to talk to people right now you just end up getting people angry because mm. we're all in different worlds our reality tunnels all right, well, I better get the fish in the fridge so that cat doesn't eat it and then go to bed. And uh, this was fun. I'm glad we did this book. We'll, uh, if, if Journey to the End of the Night is the one, I'm, I'm super happy with that. Yeah, sounds good. I'll be reading it anyway, so that'd be, that's a good one for me. But if there's something else that kind of arises that seems like it's more in line with our thread, then we'll we'll jump on that too, but... Yeah, if if anybody else comes back and wants to suggest something, that's yeah, yeah I'm cool with that. <laughs> well, we're talking about Kohler and like these different little historical points, and you don't really know what what's going on until you're like, what triggers what? It just mm-hmm. seems like uh, it adds so much more density to all the other things. Like, as far as uh, like. Uh, an artist collective and like different things that we care about and you know that we're celebrating i mean i just i i like these these moments that make it all seem real mm-hmm. yeah yeah especially when 
it, it doesn't seem so real anymore. It's like, what the hell have we been doing for the last whatever? You know? Yeah, this whole this whole year especially, you know, like that's it's just Yeah. Well even the the uh, ritual that we did, you know, it seems like that wasn't that long ago, but I think it was like five months ago or something stupid like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Was it in April that we did that, or? I think so. Yeah. May, June, July, August, September. Like we just had all these seasons and months just fly by, and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But meanwhile, tons of stuff has been going on. You know, like this whole. Like now it's uh, day 122 of these protests that have been happening every day you know, all over the states. Um. Yeah, well, the, the other thing that I think about is that, you know, like our imagination was our focus in a lot of ways. Like um, we're interested in reality and dream and like where they um, cross and things mm-hmm. but it just seems like the world is addicted to reality right now there's no room for there's no room for spirit right now it just there's only room for literal reality yeah well that's the thing Like I, I think there is there's always room for imagination and that's probably what's lacking yeah probably what's but, dividing everybody sure but it just seems like we're just so intently focused on like what's happening now you know like mm-hmm. we're doom scrolling you know checking out what what's the latest what's the latest hopefully we can get back to the to the river and contemplate a, a lotus blossom do do rivers on your do rivers <laughs> do rivers <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's good talking to you. I will. I'll send an email in the future, and we'll we'll nail down whatever it is the book is, and hopefully we'll we'll get somebody to join us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be scared. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll. Okay, just, yeah. I'll just have to recruit a whole new a whole new crew. Yeah, Fallon's uh, willing to step in. I think Bill should join us too. He's he's, he's in the books. All right. Uh, you have yeah. a good day. Yeah. Good night to you. Okay. Take care. See you next time. Okay. Bye bye. Bye.